cocktail hour cinema talking drinks and cinema we watch and eat some dinner but we don't show you the dinner it's cocktail hour cinema cheers everyone and welcome to cocktail hour cinema my name is brent i am nico and i'm emily and we are a weekly video podcast talks about movie news tv shows movie reviews etc uh, Emily, what did you make for us this week? So our signature cocktail this week is inspired by Nomadland. Um, you can click the link right above me right now for uh, our review on that. But this one, I really took inspiration mm. from the backgrounds and the settings of Nomadland. It's good. Lots of like deserts at sunset and sunrise. It's very good. Um, so since it's desert themed, we're gonna go with uh, tequila base. You're gonna start out with te- actually first. You're gonna take your your uh, your glass. You're gonna rim it with a little bit of uh, lemon or lime, whatever you have. And then you're going to uh, roll probably half of the glass in um, whatever salt you have. We have a special salt mixture for this one. It's got a little bit of dried lavender in it. It's got dried lemon rind, a couple herbs and spices along with gray salt. So it's really got like a very like desert floor kind of texture to it. Then you're going to do two ounces of tequila. We did a Reposado tequila. That's what I would recommend for this. Don't do an Añejo or a, or a Blanco. Um, then a half ounce of blackberry liqueur a half ounce of lemon juice. And then you're going to do four like healthy dashes of lavender bitters. You're going to shake that up. Um, You're going to pour it into a coupe or whatever you want. doesn't really matter. And then uh, we did a special little uh, bar trick um, where we flamed a lemon rind over it where you squeeze out the the oils under a match. Um, Gives it a little, little extra something, something. Um, was inspired by a lot of the campfire scenes that take place in Nomadland, mm. and it's it went got really well. Cue the uh, <laughs> cue the couple of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the blackberry syrup gives it this lovely, like muted tone that reminded me a lot of the sunrises and sunsets in Nomadland. So I hope you enjoy it. This drink is Nomadland, <laughs> like the vibe, the style, the look. Say it all the time. Emily fucking knocks it out of the park every Damn. week. Emily is really good at this. My expectations are so high. I got to keep, I got to keep right. doing myself. It's the only reason why we do this podcast. So Emily yes. can make us great drinks every yeah. single week. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so today we are going to be talking about WandaVision episode seven and eight. Mm-hmm. It'll be the second time we talked about episode seven. We missed we, y'all last week. We're a new <laughs> podcast and we, we fuck up. So uh, we, we had, lost all the audio. We, yeah, uh, we, we lost all of the audio for those two mics. I can still post it, but it'll just be my <laughs> voice. And I, that's had the, it. I, I had the idea that Brent and I should dub over it, but play each other the entire Ooh, right, time. Right. I think that would be fun. It'd be fun, but if really time consuming and challenging. Yeah, yeah, so we, we got to start doing that more. We got to plug the YouTube shit more. Actually, you know what? Our, our, more, our Patreon will have this episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay we tuned. We also figured out that we're going to have bloopers at some point. Right. Look, about when we get to, when I hit our one year mark. Yeah. We're going to release a blooper video, so maybe that right. could be a part of the One year video. or 100 subscribers, whichever comes first. One year will come first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With all the celebrities that follow Shop us. Oh, 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 oh. One year or 100 subscribers. One. Yeah. Okay. I say 100 right. subscribers will come first before a year. Do we have a list of shop bets that are like long-term shop bets? No, but I mean, I can we make need one. I can write yeah. this one. I, okay. I have some of them written down, but. It should do. be on the bar top, like the long ones. That's not like a safe place for that. You, okay, you know how much this right. bar gets used? It's going to be soaking right. wet. Okay. That's true. Shot bets. This one is when we reach 100 
subscribers. I'm gonna, or I'm whether gonna whether a year friends. it's whether a year yeah. or a hundred comes first. So if you are watching this and you have not subscribed yet, a, I say we all just please pick a date. like and huh? subscribe this video. Please, I say we all just pick a date. Yeah, please like, please subscribe, please tell your friends. Right. Uh, I think we should all just pick a date. And then my birthday closest. will be my date, What's December fourteenth. I should know that. Twelve fourteen. I never remember your birthday, so it's fine. I don't remember. I know it's Earth birthday, Day, but I fucking suck with birthdays. I'm gonna say August seventeenth of this year. We are going let's, to lose. Let's Price move on to uh, the top One three. M- nope. Oh. Top three movie news of the week, Brents. Yeah. Movie news. Learn what's, what's going on in Hollywood? Learn this. <laughs> yeah. What's going on in Hollywood, guys? Oh, I should make a little audio for that. What? We have the graphic. It's. All right, I'll make a so what's going on in Hollywood? Guys, It'll be or, a stupid yeah. little sound effects. Okay. Uh, off the top, we got uh, Pixar Animation Studios has dropped a trailer for the new up-and-coming movie, Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> oh, wait, no, hold on. Uh, Luca. Luca. It's, uh, it's about two, <laughs> two, uh, two boys. Coming of age, this is a coming-of-age story about two boys in the Italian Riviera. Yeah, it sounds like Call Me By Your Name. Uh, right. <laughs> is it based <laughs> off of that La Luna short? No, it is not. But the father in this in in this you know film looks exactly like the father in law. Is it the same? It's the same director, though, isn't it? I it feel is like, the same yeah, director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I you being little, very excited. I bet there's a little brainchild that kind of happened. Be, from like, one we got to take that and put him in here just mm-hmm. as a little homage to my short that is my favorite Pixar short of yeah, all I was time. Say, I Nico's actually, I absolute my, favorite. Need my business after the short. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, also, it could have that like doing that short could have just been like a brain seed for him leading to something else like oh i really like this at least some some part of the aesthetic some of the aesthetic yeah. well sure i mean also i feel like pixar shorts are almost kind of like the g league for for pixar they're like yeah oh, this, this short rocked we got to get yeah. him back in the starting line let let him get some action and uh la luna came out a long time ago so what was that short with the the volcano lava lava, lava. did you guys know that was actually the, la lava. the g the g league for moana shut up no, shut, shut it up. wasn't. <laughs> shut up. It did not. No. No. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh, it was a joke. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, dude, that time, because that story came out a year before Ew. Moana. Ew. Maybe the same year no, as Moana. Was, no, handful of years before Moana. Lava came out a handful mm-hmm. of years. Shot bet. Yeah. I love Shot bet. It was at um, least, it was, way before. It was at yeah. least two You're gonna lose this years one. before. At least two. At least two. I say it's. Oh, that, okay. Now we're going to yeah, we're <laughs> doing before to after to at least two. Years. All right, here we go. Shot bet. I'm gonna, Shot bet. I'm gonna cut ahead. Okay, we're back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lava came out was released in June nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. Moana was released November twenty third, two thousand sixteen. Oh shit! That came out two thousand sixteen. Oh my god. So cheers, my boy. Right. Uh, I was laughing at the fact that it went from. After Moana to bef- two years before. No, no. I always said, I always before. said before. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, in my mind, in my mind, Moana came out in 2017 because like the New Year's party of 2017 when we right. were all screaming the soundtrack the entire time, mm. that was locked in my brain and I got it wrong. And also I saw Lava for the first time at a film festival like a year before it came out. Mm. So in my brain, they were a lot more spread out. Right. But I will take a shot. Don't worry about it. I mean, Do you, Brian, if I <laughs> have one too? Keep that for the too? Patreon. Right. Keep that for the Patreon. <laughs> Damn it. No one. You know the feeling okay. when you, you say a really good pun and no one hears it? And you just got to sit with it by yourself. And then you debate and you whether to. You can't re-say the pun. You debate whether you to repeat the... it or not. But you probably shouldn't. Hey, do you brine if I have one too? Do you mind brine? <laughs> mm. 
And you regret all of it. You regret it from the start, you regret the middle, and you re- regret the end. Oh, Soured this is a Woodford Reserve. I'm a pickle bitch. And then what can I say? Pickle juice. Pickle Mm. Oh, it tastes Matches like her eyes. <laughs> so let's talk about Luca. <laughs> let's yeah. get back. Let's get back on subject. Luca, um, which is directed by the La Luna director. Emily, what are your thoughts on the trailer? It looks really colorful. Um, I at first, like at the first couple shots, I was like, the characters look a little like Wallace and Gromedy. Mm. Um, yes, the like character design was a little weird um, at first, but then right. the colorfulness of the Italian. Uh, landscape and everything looked really lovely and then they give you the little stinger at the end where you're like ah that's what the story's about okay right which is kind of opposite of what Brave did where you're just like what is the story about holy shit they're bears or the mom's a bear yeah I love that they gave you that in this because otherwise if you go into this film thing it's about like this Italian you're like just kids kids for a summer and then all of a sudden there's they're also sea monsters it'd be like so jarring and you'd throw you off I like that they showed that. In this My trailer. opinion of it is that I didn't know it existed, and you guys have obviously talked about it already. And well, we saw the sneak peek about it. I yeah. sent you the trailer. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I should look at my text yeah. messages more. Yeah. Brent should check his text messages more. I literally didn't know that was a thing. In our know. cocktail hour cinema group chat, <laughs> it is in <laughs> That's there. That's like the one group chat that I check everything in, but I guess I didn't. So it's there, isn't it? I think so. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I saw shot, shot all the other shit. Oh, shot bet. Wait. Is it there? Oh. Yes. How are you? Oh wait, how sure are you though? Before I make not sure. I fucking guarantee it's there. Damn it! Sorry, I'll speak into the mic. I fucking guarantee <laughs> I that it's don't there. Because I, I, it's one of those things where like I really, really would have thought I've seen every single thing that's ever been said in that group chat. But here's the thing: we, all three of us, are in like five different yeah, group, we have, like, chats the group chats. Same, I yeah. guarantee it's in that group chat. I'm pretty sure you Damn sent it. Matt. Okay. All right. I might have sent it to me, you, and producer Ryan's group chat. See, that's what also is the, what is this? <laughs> What is this? Why is there a separate that group used chat? to it used to be our movie time podcast because we would go to movies together <laughs> because we all lived in the same city. Right, because we used to watch movies together, all the, just the three of us. We all and now it has city. a different name. Shot bet. Yeah. Shot bet. I bet that it's not in the group chat. I bet that it is. I will prepare I your pickle back as well. Damn it. Okay. Shot bet. All right. Shot bet. God, it's there. Ooh. Ooh. What it's was that? There. Ooh, bitch. You know what's annoying? I literally saw everything below it. Those two red lights and all the text, all this below it. Everything but that. Hmm. And the so thing sad. right before it was sent is something that I sent. Like, my text. Wait, hold on. Take a shot. <laughs> gotcha. It's iPhone's fault. Mm. Damn you, iPhone. And we're back. (laughs) And Brent was wrong. So take your pickle back. Wrong. Brent was wrong. I've seen everything in that chat but this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your shot. Take your shot. It's true. It's true. I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. If there's so many texts in a row, it doesn't show you the whole thing. You have to scroll back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Cat like reflexes. <laughs> so, Brent, what did you think about the Luca trailer? <laughs> I'm gonna watch it right now. Oh my god! And then we'll <laughs> cut. The- uh, I thought it was really good. I really liked it. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Movie news number two. Movie news number two. All right. So, Spider-Man three officially has 
a new title. Woo woo! Uh, it's called Spider Man Home Slice. I I thought it was. Um... Wait, no, it's Spider Man <laughs> Phone Home. Wait, no, 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 no. it's the other it's one. Spider Man Home Improvement. <laughs> Wait, no. Wait, no. <laughs> How long is this bit gonna go? <laughs> Not long That's enough. it. That's all I wrote down. That's all I wrote down. Uh, it's it's called Spider-Man No Way Home, and I love the title. Yeah, only because I've heard so many guesses of what it could be. Because they're doing this whole the home thing is in each of the titles. So like, there only could be so many ways you could shape a title that has the word home in it. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like there's I've only so much home improvement. I've you seen a hundred of them, and but No Way Home was not one of them, and I like I liked it. Yeah, I remember when they first announced the tr- the title for Spider-Man Homecoming and everyone, myself included, was like, what? Mm. What? Wait, I do remember that. Yeah. I, you know what the, the news was? Sony Pictures, like, they bought the domain Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, they, they just bought the domain, like, so no one could, like, take it. Yeah. And my first thought was, that's not the fucking title of the movie. That's so yeah, stupid. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, Homecoming? What the fuck can that insinuate in terms of, like, drama? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was really just him coming back home to Marvel. Yeah. And that's what this home thing is all about. Like, he's back school, home at Marvel. You know, yeah. Like, well, yeah, but I really do think it's, it's more about him being at home with the right. parent company that he right. should be with. And um, I like that they're continuing the home, the home thing. And Noah Helm insinuates a lot of what the fuck is happening. Is yeah. he in another dimension? Is he trapped? It, it just insinuates a lot, you know, in your, in your head. Yeah, it immediately makes you go like, wait, what? Yeah. So, yeah, I love I'm it. excited. Especially with all the multiverse nonsense that everything that's going yeah, on in so WandaVision. Right I mean, Feige, Feige yeah. says that WandaVision, Doctor Strange 2, and this movie are all connected. Yep. So, what does that mean? Spooky shit. Yeah. Spooky, weird, multidimensional shenanigans are about to happen. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Shenanigans was a link from WandaVision episode. Oh, yeah. Also, Thanks. multidimensional shit is just such an open book. Like, I love it. If you really want to leave everything on the table open, for anywhere a plot can go, mm-hmm. just add dimensions to it. Yeah, or time, which they already, you know, Endgame was a yeah. was a time traveler movie, yep. and right. they're all gonna have some element of that eventually yeah. because they have to. I mean, I d- like the precedent is already set with Marvel in the comics. Like they do all kinds of like this dimension has you know this universe has mm-hmm. this right. version of this hero, and that's the only way such, you can so. make all this shit work. You can't make it work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, keep that, using that's the same not characters true. For like a hundred years. My <laughs> counter argument to that though is that Marvel. What Marvel set themselves up for is that they can have weird, bonkers, multidimensional shit for one brand of character. Because like each of their heroes is basically a different brand, a different style of franchise. Yeah, sure, sure. Falcon and the Winter Soldier will probably not have multidimensional stuff happening to it. Yeah. Black Widow the movie is a born identity kind of style movie. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not going to have time travel or multidimensional stuff. But yeah, they, have, they, they can't do it with they can, every movie it's, or it get boring. It's like Marvel's like Baskin Robbins 31 flavors. They have like a flavor for every kind of style of movie there is. And they just play each hero off on its own genre. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I, I fucking love Marvel. Doctor Strange is Moose Tracks because there's a lot going on. Moose in Tracks. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is that bubblegum flavor because it's like really brightly colored. Uh, it's really fun. Moose Tracks. That's hella funny. I love Moose Tracks. So do I. <laughs> Skid marks. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking about your Moose Tracks. It's the Ben and Jerry's version. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brent, what do you think about the title? It's fine. <laughs> On to the next. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, movie news number three. The last one that we have. Um, Netflix dropped a new trailer for their new zombie action thriller apocalypse movie titled cool. Army of the Dead. 
comes from director Zack Snyder, who also did Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they try to help you play it up. They're like, the director of Men of Steel. Right. And we're like, Sh- that, shut yeah. up. That movie sucks. Some That's people like best. it. That's his best movie. Yeah. Dude. Or Watchmen. 300. Well, I like 300, Watchmen better. 300 was really good, actually. Well, I like 300 way better than yeah. Man of Steel. Okay, then 300. Am I, am, I like, am I on an island here? Is Man of Steel a good movie to... I haven't seen it in forever. I I I, I, I don't hate Man of Steel. Yeah, I don't but hate so it, bad. but I'm like I don't need to watch that. It's, At the time, I, don't like I didn't Superman like it. Being sad. I don't like sad. Right. Movie I don't like Superman. Superman. That's probably the main basis. But Henry of my, Cavill, I don't we love. Care. I love we love Henry he Cavill makes, in this. He house. makes a great Superman. Also, uh, movie news number four. J.J. Uh, Abrams was just announced. Uh, he's producing the the Superman reboot. <gasps> that makes me yeah. more interested in it. Right. Oh, but I'm not really. It, Okay, go, go Henry Cavill may or may not come back in the role, but they're doing a whole reboot of the franchise. I'm a big Bad Robot fan. I love J.J. Abrams. I, I, he doesn't have a perfect record, but the dude's done a lot of really good mm. shit. Correct. Coming off of Rise of Skywalker, I immediately have like a uh, kind right. of taste in my mouth in terms of J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's great at build. I, th- I am not <clears throat> unique in this statement. I This is not my own thought. This is my opinion based on like what a fuck ton of people have said. Um he is great at setting up universes. He's mm-hmm. not a good closer. He's your no. opening pitcher. Yeah, he I is not that. a good closer. I agree with that. See, what yeah. sucks uh, is that everyone has said that. Yeah. And what so I was really writing, uh, rooting for Rise of Skywalker because I was like, yeah, he started Lost. How did that end? Not great. I was going to say, I was bring like, it I back loved, to Lost. I loved, right. Force to, I loved Force Awakens. Like, this is so great. And right. I loved Last Jedi. But right. I was like, okay, maybe like we'll, we'll wrap bring it, it back home, around. Dude. It'll be great. And I... Loved Lost. Right. I used to have yeah. Lost parties every Wednesday. Well, I, was like, I was there. Yeah, I was at. I was at a we Lost party. In. We were in the fucking. I was Lost all hole. in, baby. And it ended. And we were like Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there was the writers' strike. Well, like, also, it there just, was a lot of elements to it. Yeah. But they could have ended. It was it just in very pre- five seasons. It was just very predictable. Great. It's like that ending was predicted. On, they made like, it vague. theorists <laughs> that were the predicting it in season one. Yeah. And. And they made it vague because they had to because they wrote themselves into 50 different plot holes. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, if we go really vague, good and bad, black and white, we're okay. Yeah, I, th- I it think was very disappointing. I think the initial pitch for Lost was 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 they're in purgatory or whatever and then as soon as someone guessed it they're like, "Oh shit. This mm-hmm. was a very predictable. Let's just keep writing and maybe we'll find another solution." And they did they and then didn't they have just the, they didn't have right the ending written it. at the beginning. They literally didn't have it written. So it was like, well, "Look, we're going to have this really good premise of this 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 and this and we're going to have all the special effects and these good actors and we're going to it's all be character development and that worked." I don't believe but that. But then when eventually when they got to a point they're like, "Okay, well this has to have some sort of resolution." Yeah. And then they wrote themselves in a hole. And then they kept using fan fiction to like guide the ship. Oh, weird. Does JJ listen to the fans too much? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Weird. He definitely didn't do that for Star Wars, though. Mm. Wait. Get off of Reddit, JJ. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that being said, I like JJ Abrams a lot. I I think he makes a lot of good Yeah. As long as... if there's a good team around him, I think he makes uh, a really good if show. If you guys didn't know, JJ, I was actually commissioned to do a Superman movie uh, back in like 2008. Who, who and who wasn't commissioned to do a fucking Superman yeah, movie? Yeah, Kevin Smith. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on. Tim Burton was supposed to do. He one? was the he like, was the closest. Oh, uh, uh, George, um, the guy who did Mad Max: Fury George Road. Romero. No, no, not Romero. Uh, yeah. Who the fuck? Costanza. No, George. R.R. Martin is not no, his name. No. George, not no. Lucas. George. 
Matos. Cue the music. George of the Jungle. George Miller. George <laughs> Miller. <laughs> George Miller had a Justice League movie that was greenlit. Yeah. It had like they basically did like all these previews. Justice League Dark one, wasn't it? Or am I thinking? Uh, no, it was, no, it was just Justice League. It was a Justice uh, was League Guillermo, movie. Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do. Justice Army League Hammer Dark. was cast oh, as 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 Batman. Oh yeah. And uh, I think Henry Cavill was cast as Cavill. Superman. Doesn't matter. We like Henry Cavill in this house. Right. In this house, we we like Henry Cavill. I can't like, wait for Witcher season two. I like Witcher a lot. Uh, he he won me over. So Army of the Dead looks awful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going back to Army of the Dead, it looks <laughs> wow, fucking we stupid. <laughs> we went so off topic. Um, what, like twenty minutes in. We're I'm not gonna lie. There's, not, the there's not a lot to say about this trailer or this movie. There's a lot to say around it's got Dave this trailer Batista and this movie. I think we actually went on topic because we're just talking about Zack Snyder and how all this just kind of like. He is a great director, but he has a lot of... No, he's not. <laughs> I don't think he is, but... I think he's he... a great music video director. I was going to say, he would make very good commercials. Mm-hmm. Very... And also, he's a great trailer artist, although this trailer kind of sucked. Well, the trailer sucked because the movie very clearly sucks. Like, I have nothing against... Careful, careful. <laughs> oh, true. I have to knock over the comically large tequila bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just so fucking tired. Right. Like, if they were... If it was a regurgitated plot, but done in like a really uniquely stylistic way or with a really great cast or with fucking Spielberg at the helm or some shit, I could maybe get around it. But Mm. it's like, okay, there's literally not one thing about that preview. It feels 10 years too late. Yeah. Why? Why? We did that already. We already did this 15 times. It feels like Resident Evil meets Suicide Squad. That's what that trailer was kind of like going off, like the, yeah. the neon sign text. Like it yeah. wanted kind of zombie land vibes, but then it wasn't funny, and it was like, oh, this See, is clearly taking itself very seriously. So it's not. I was going to use the zombie land as like 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 Shaun of the Dead was the first time that it was like, oh, a zombie movie done in a different way. Yeah, mm. and then there was still a bunch of like you know just a bunch of zombie movies that were done kind of the same way, maybe a little different. And then Zombieland came out, and it was like, okay, cool, we can still figure out a way to make zombies. Yeah. fresh and kind of fun and exciting mm. and then this com- it's like well this isn't a, a new way forward it's this like world war z but has an well, action director again. good yeah like, and it was well, good I watched yeah. world war- i'm not i'm not really it into zombie movies but world war z i was like oh i will go see that right yeah there was yeah. there was a plot there's, there's nothing like, about yeah. this trailer that i'm like oh, okay i'll watch it because of this reason it was just like no i'm good okay you would no. grade it you grade this trailer a a no. From like an F to an A? Mm-hmm. A hard it's, no. It's an F to me, I guess. I'm going to grade it a no as well, Emily. Yeah. Uh, from F to an A. Grade it a no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Let, let's move on. Let's know. move on to our main topic. And F implies that there's improvement available to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. No. You're not even going to no. grade it. You're just, just going to no. knock it off the table. Push it off the desk. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. We're doing one division seven and eight. Yes. WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> uh, we already did seven. Yeah, it feels like deja vu. We already <laughs> talked about like, seven. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's condense what we talked about last time. I'm just going to put my audio. I like this episode uh, a lot. The main thing was that they kind of made it like modern family-esque, mm-hmm. which they did a really fucking good job at. Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of went on a riff about how 
Modern Family only exists because of The Office and like that documentary style programming where Zoom, bigger Zoom, look maybe, into the camera, maybe a little tiny bit of a Zoom yeah. after that. Breaking uh, the fourth wall. That, 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 like, the mock- yeah. it, zoom, it's zoom. A mocu- it's a mockumentary. Yeah. It's yeah. a TV mockumentary. Yeah. Just like the wide to a close to like a little bit closer over and over and over and right. over again. They, they fucking nailed that. Like they, they did. And they, like we've said a bunch of times on the show, they've nailed every genre that they've done. They yeah. just fucking nailed yeah. it. They hit it on the head and not to press forward too much, but in the next episode eight where they're showing that press forward, DVDs, Don't. it ties together. Okay. I like how like the shows that we have talked about on this show that they're mimicking <laughs> right. are literally right there in the DVD set. Like, yeah. yeah. I love Lucy yeah. and right. Bewitched and like Dick Van Dyke like, show and yeah. Malcolm yeah. in the Middle yeah, yeah, yeah. was in there yeah, too. Yeah, Malcolm in the yeah. Middle. Like yeah. we, these are the shows that us as observer, uh, modern observers are watching it going, oh yeah, that's, those are the, the shows that I would have thought they looked at right. to make yeah. those. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I, I loved how the intro was, basically the office it was the office yeah (laughs) they they changed enough notes well they they use the same mode that uh, that wandavision is used for every single one of these but it was you could have played the office theme song over the top yeah 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 it's just the office (laughs) (laughs) holy shit uh didn't do that right um yeah, uh, Senor Scratchy makes his triumphant return. He makes his return. It's very exciting. We're I really feel like happy to have him back. And he's in. He's just in the show now. I feel like oh. Senor Scratchy is going to turn into a cat. I would be okay with that, but I would also kind of like if he just stayed a. Me buddy. too. Me too. But I'm fucking pissed if he turned into a cat. Ag- Agatha Harkness has a cat, and but she does. She she transmutes things into different things. But so it's a bunny. Yeah. Okay. I, I would love I love bunnies. Trust me. Yeah. So you sound like you don't like bunnies. He used to, <laughs> oh, he used I'm to anti have a bunny, bunny roommate. You guys, if you're <laughs> yeah. watching, leave a comment whether you like cats or bunnies. Uh, my former roommate was a bunny. The correct answer is Thank you very much. His name was Murphy. <laughs> true. Yeah. It's oh, a true Murphy. story. Murphy. I do oh, miss Murphy. Murph. Oh. Here's a picture of Murphy right here. <laughs> Just here right here. <laughs> Just here right here. Just here right here. Yeah. He was such a sweet bull. He is a very sweet bull. Let's just go. On, we're going to episode eight now. Yeah, let's yeah. just we we we're doing a review on both. Let's okay, transition as much as we want. Yeah, I, I liked her motivation for being for pulling the strings and and being in the series. Like she's a witch. She's been a witch all along. All along, all along. And she also sang that theme song. She saw this incredible thing that happened and was like, "How the fuck? I'm supposed to be the most powerful witch in this mm-hmm. fucking world." And she's just kind of hiding in the shadows where she's just maybe she's being a human being and she's yeah. just she's also a witch, you know, and uh, she comes in. She just she's jealous. She's a jealous yeah. bitch. She's like, yeah. how did you do this? Like, it's a great motivation. I, I you know, we're theorizing how Agatha or who whoever. Why would why would they be pointing? What's their point? motive? What's yeah. their motive? Like, yeah. and it was really hard for me to even like theorize on why this could be happening. Like why? Like the Yo Magic commercial, feeding off Yo Magic. If you mm-hmm. saw in the beginning of this episode where she was feeding off other witches' magic. Oh, yeah. good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, I really like where the series is going, and I really liked, I really like Akiva's character and her motivation. I it's, liked the uh, her the de aging she had at the very beginning of uh, episode eight was mm-hmm. nice mm. and subtle. It was subtle. They enough, just gave but her they, like they, they just it. like little like 
tight little facelift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't. Marvel's really good at that. They're they're getting yeah. like that was that much like better exponentially than better much with better every than Star Wars. That's not something that I would typically pay attention to or notice as much as you. Mm-hmm. But when we were watching, I was like, oh shit, they did a really good job at that. Yeah. They did, yeah, yeah. For a TV it did, it did, show, so realistic. It it's helps that show. that the scene was in the dark because sometimes it can yeah. look a little like gummy and wobbly, um, like an Ant Man sometimes. Uh, Paul Rudd. No, the other one, the older one. Oh, um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah, he sometimes looks like an Ant Man one. He sometimes like he turns his head and it's like some of his skin travels along, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. just like a half a millisecond yeah. behind him. Well, <laughs> Grandma Tarkin. Yeah. Well, I think back to fucking Tron Legacy when they de-aged Jeff Bridges. Right, like right, right. Uh, that, that was yeah. That was a decade ago. Over a and decade I thought that ago. I thought that looked great at the time. Same. And yes. now you look back at it, you're like, this ah. is bad. <laughs> it's Capital just old. B. It's not bad. It's just it's old. Bad. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, I like it. Great this is, I mean, this was the darkest episode of the series by far. It's the first one without like we kept talking about how this show has been really good about pulling back in comedic threads no matter what mm-hmm. there's always been like a really good comedic quality this was the first episode that did not hammer on the comedic sense nearly as much as any other uh, any other episode there was no stylistic quality to you know pin it to a decade this was like okay we're in real time we're not doing any kitschy shit anymore mm. well like, now we're into the plot well like what uh agatha said where she's like okay now let's watch some real reruns yeah right. and you get love so that one you get kind of a little clip show history yeah. of um, of Wanda, yeah, which is great because she some is some of which we've seen before and some of which we haven't seen before. No, yeah, some of which. Really... Boo! Mm. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> Clearly not, because she has a, a look of disgust. Like she's pissed, <laughs> very pissed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I like how she back. says. Uh, I like how Catherine Hahn says. I tried to be gentle. You know, like like we're watching. Like, the show did a really good job right. of. Teaching you that Catherine Hahn's character is not the same as everyone else. Like we learned that yeah. from episode one or two that like, okay, what the fuck? Like when she's talking to, um, what's his name? Uh, Herm? Herb. Right. Herb. Herb. Uh, over the fence. Like the, Hearn. The, the, Hearn. <laughs> they give you these moments where like even really, really early on you realize, okay, Catherine Hahn is not in like the way the rest of the, like, yeah. oh, do you want me to take that again? Like those moments where yeah. like, okay, what is it though? Like, what is it? Right. And now we obviously clearly we know, we know now, but she's right. like, I tried to be gentle. I love that line right. where she's like, I tried to be gentle with yeah. you. Well, okay. So I, I love this show because Wanda Maximoff is such a B character in the whole Avengers trilogy that that's been happening. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't in, really in movies, gotten her yeah. time to shine. This is her fucking time to shine. We get her backstory. We get, we get to see her parents, how they die, which is pretty fucking brutal. Like, also, it's, a, it's like it's like they're it's like her parents were creating this safe haven of like there's war going on literally outside of our bedroom window. But mm-hmm. let's pretend mm-hmm. like she's doing right now mm-hmm. in her little bubble. She we'll have our own bubble and just age, we'll just yeah. we'll just watch this. And I thought that was very fourth wall breaking because mm-hmm. audiences, m- mainly families who are watching this with their own kids are watching Wanda watch like a, a series with her family. And you get to see the love and joy that she's having with her family. We're all we're family and yeah. we watch it together. And I, I felt that that love and connection just through watching a shared experience. Yeah. yeah. And when they blew up, you know, it's it's like it hits home harder. It was very, you know, what made it hit home clever, less hard. The fact that everything blew up. Her parents are literally fucking dead. 
and the TV still works in the middle of the room. Right. That kind of pissed me off a little bit. That pissed you off. That yeah, could have been, it, it that been her me, magic. It just no, it fucking Dude, pulled me out of she, it, to be honest. It pulled me out. I'm like, it could have been her like, okay, hold on. Come on. There is definitely, yeah. If it was the if she wasn't um and we have to get to this point. Wanda was using magic in that room when she was a child. Yeah, this she should have kept the her experiment. parents alive rather than keeping but hold the TV on. This is very in. important. It was before the experiment happens, which yeah. means that she had dormant witch powers to begin with. Yep. And that's where Agatha was. She's trying to get to the bottom of why Matt Wanda is so fucking powerful. And I know it goes into mutants, X-Men. No, is no, that no, what you're trying no, to get no, to? No, 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 no. I'm just I, stuck to how excited Emily they, is right they, now. They used, uh, I think it was Agatha. She used a phrase because um, like after her parents are blown up, there's another kind of like inactive missile sort of like sitting in the Stark room. Industries missile. Yeah, yeah Stark mm-hmm. Industries missile. And you kind of learn that uh, Wanda sort of kept it from exploding essentially. Right. And Agatha uses the phrase probability hex. Right. And that made me so fucking excited because I, so when I was a little kid, I was like in second grade. I had a friend named Alex. Hi, Alex. I know you're not watching. I don't know where the fuck you are. Hi, Alex. Um, Alex he, is actually a huge fan of the show. He had <laughs> yeah. a fucking like this thick, like this big encyclopedia of, of hexes. No, no, no. Of uh, Marvel characters. Or it may have just oh. been X-Men. Okay. And I remember I remember we were little kids and I was like, let's play X-Men. Were they, were Which they one should cards? I be? No, they, it was just oh, like, like a, like a, like a uh, encyclopedia. Okay. And he was like, you should be Scarlet Witch. And I was like, I've never heard of her. Who is that? And he was like, mm. and he's trying to explain her powers. He was like, basically she can manipulate probability where it's like, mm. you can't make impossible things happen, but you can manipulate the probability so that nearly mm. impossible things happen i was like that's cool wow yeah which okay so which shot me back down to fucking second grade i was so excited when i heard that phrase well it's funny <laughs> you said that though because because agatha at the very end when she has her her two sons by the neck she she goes on and says you're supposed to be a myth i know exactly who you are you're supposed yeah. to be a myth apparently the witches in salem knew about the scarlet witch and that was yeah. just a legend right and Chaos Here she magic. is. Chaos magic. Chaos which is magic. Yeah. Chaos and main. probability are very interconnected. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> this whole story, like Wanda's story, her powers, it's so enriched by this series. Mm-hmm. If we didn't get this, she'd just be another character that was just super powerful in the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, she shoots red things out of her hand. But because we have this this six hour long series, we're we're getting a lot. <laughs> we're getting a lot of of rich detail like and that's what that's what's great about these television shows we get more detail about secondary characters that we wouldn't it's the huge difference between like what television used to be and what it is now like now not only does it feel like you're watching a movie every week but you literally tie it into these multi multi you know hundreds 200 300 million dollar movies like we're just in a different era you're saying TV, that's what TV is like now. Only Star Wars and Marvel are really doing this. No no other series are really tying together I mean, movies and TV with the synergy that Marvel and Star Wars are doing. True, right now. but I'm saying also like what what ushered in this new era of television being like movies. Like it's been happening slowly over the last 10 years. Like Game of Thrones is a great example of like it's been happening for a little longer felt, than 10 because Sopranos, well, Sopranos was really Sopranos like the first it, like yeah. TV mm-hmm. can be something yeah. different. And then we've only and Game gone of Thrones, but there. Game of Thrones was like, oh, this is a crazy money making right. fucking gold mine. Yeah. And yeah, every yeah. single episode is basically a movie. Right. 
and it's okay. like ep- and it's huge budgets and it's yeah. epic as fuck yeah. and that, and then yeah people like Disney Marvel etc saw that and were like oh we can do that we can absolutely do that right. for television we can, we can also wind it up into one thing that lasts for 20 fucking years or longer that right. everyone can really sink their teeth into yeah they have and these, we're in that now we're like really in the, that now. yeah they have their blockbuster movies and then they also have the tv shows that integrate into those movies mm-hmm. well because what's so good about tv shows and i i especially applaud disney for being like no we're not going to do the netflix model where we drop the entire season at once the way that you mm-hmm. know stranger things that kind of thing they're like no we're gonna release them episodically right we wouldn't be talking about one no. division still if if, yeah. if they hadn't released it episode by right. episode, we'd be like, "Oh, that was fun." It's I, the that lost was, that phenomenon. Was fun. Well, I, yeah. well, I mean, it's just it's just water cooler lost talk. parties. Well, he's called like, them lost parties. Yeah. Every Nico week. and I watched this? the last season of Game of Thrones, <laughs> yeah. like in my shitty little apartment. Your, yeah, we had a tiny TV. <laughs> she doesn't like, have a couch, and we're both on her bed, we're drinking sitting wine. on the bed, drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, it, the it premonition of this show. It was The premonition of this show for sure. Yeah, but it's like I don't know, like yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. But yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I had something really important too, to say. Too deep down I think, they're, I think yeah. they've just really like got all of our brains right in their fists where they're like, we know what you like. You like big blockbusters and you like talking about things and you right. like theorizing about oh, yeah, things. So yeah. let's, you know, yeah. they've, the they've, point came back to my brain. Uh, the Punisher was was it was a great TV show that came out on Netflix, but they released the entire season all at once. Mm-hmm. People talked about it for one week and then it was done with. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the thing is, when you Daredevil, when, when, yeah, Daredevil, Jessica whatever, Jones. yeah, name your show that dropped the entire season. I know people like to binge, but the thing is, it's hard to talk about a show when people are on the same page as one another. Like oh, I binged it all one night. It's like oh, I'm gonna take two weeks to watch this. People aren't interacting with each other as much when yeah. it's like I don't want to spoil it. This whatever. And you're not dragging it on where like it intensifies, intensifies, intensifies. WandaVision was like the this like the 30th most watched show when it first started in the first week to two mm-hmm. weeks. And now it's the number one show. Now it's crashing the it app. Just, <laughs> it just, you know, every episode people are talking about it. They want to like, oh, what are you talking about, Wanda? Like, I want to get in on this. Yeah. You know? And it, it's not just cinema. Like you can liken that to the music industry, too. Like, for example... Yeah, huge artists like Beyonce can drop an album overnight and it blows the fuck up. And yeah, yeah, that blip when it all blows the fuck up is a higher blip than you typically get when you release a single after a single for a year. But that huge blip also has a huge drop. Mm. And what we've learned in the music industry is that a lot of artists now, like a bunch of fucking artists are doing this. They release a song six weeks, two months, three months later release a song they just drop a single mm-hmm. over and over and over again building until, up anticipation for until the that's album. basically a body of work in itself like they've released 10 singles that have all gotten their own time like their own time on playlisting their own body it's like each song is its own body of work mm. and then they'll be like okay cool we're putting this on a vinyl and it's like that becomes an album even though it wasn't this conceptualized album the way that we grew up with music sure. right. all of a sudden now these conceptualized albums are kind of thrown together because we've thrown together a bunch of singles that were relatively successful and in some ways i think that's really fucking cool that we're like the game has changed and every song gets its own time because as, right. as a musician who's released albums it sucks that these songs that you feel like really really should be singles because of whatever reason aren't mm-hmm. and they don't get their time of day so i get right. why as an artist it can be really fulfilling to have each song have its own time but also 
as a musician, I also want those to be bodies of work that are like right. yeah. a conceptualized body of work is really, mm. I think, really cool too. I don't not, not that there's a right answer. It's like whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I think kind of the difference with TV, especially in like today's TV landscape is like, like I didn't watch the Punisher and I didn't watch mm. season three, I think of daredevil because it like, it came out, I was busy and like, it was like, I don't want to be spoiled. So I won't like watch anything about it. And then it's like, I missed it. I essentially like, mm. if I start watching it now, like, I'm gonna the have train. No, yeah, I missed, missed the, train. the train. I'm like, Dah, fuck it. Like whatever. And yep. you know, and then, you know, those got canceled. And that was me with Stranger Things. I never got to see Stranger Things season two because it came and I just. Season two was meh. Season three is great, though. Oh, I didn't, like, I didn't even know they had a season three. Yeah, I just completely missed out on the Stranger Things train yeah. because I just as soon as it left and They're everyone was talking about it, I just completely was like, well, I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. the next train? What's Punisher? But the yeah. thing about Netflix is. You can watch all three seasons right now. You can, but the thing is, it's not as exciting to watch it when all the buzz about it has left and you just kind of... You don't get weekly memes like you did with Game of Thrones. That was my My favorite favorite thing thing the next morning was to Google Game of Thrones memes. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because you always send them to the group chat. And like like we're doing here, I like discussing TV shows with my friends. And when they're all discussing something that I can't relate to, it's like... Uh, it or, can be overwhelming to catch up when it's yeah. like three seasons yeah. of an hour long right. program. Yeah, yeah. Um, our eight, producer had a very good question at one point What's during his name? episode eight. Uh, our producer Ryan, um, he <laughs> he just goes, "Why is she driving a Buick?" <laughs> right. I said the exact same thing when I saw it for the first time. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" No, no. You know what he said? How much did Buick pay for that? No, no. He said, who sponsored this? And I was like, Buick. Buick. <laughs> it was a Buick. I wrote that down too. Verano? Yeah, a Buick She Verano. would not drive a Buick. Like, she Not on an Avengers salary. An Avenger. Do they have salary? Do you think the Avengers have a salary? They're obviously they're private. They're obviously doing fine. With the Asovia, whatever's happening with the Sokovia courts must have really dropped their fucking. As a, as a, cost, them, as a costuming and sewing fan, their costumes are very expensive. Clearly made from well, very expensive materials. Because Tony Stark was the one who commissioned, like who made yeah, most of their he's, outfits. He's he's dead. Spoiler alert. So I'm sure he like bequeathed some of his money to bequeathed. the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, bequeathed. <Right. laughs> What are you twelve? <laughs> Jesus. Bequeathed. Uh, yeah, Buick paid a lot of money. Yeah. Buick yeah. bequeathed a lot of money. <laughs> Buick is in this position where they're trying to make their cars cool Who because is? they're like, oh, all of our main buyers are dying off. We yeah, but I think of a Buick. I think of my grandma. She has silver Buick. Right, it was, and, but they're, they're targeting younger people right now because they want. They don't want. They don't want a customer base that are dying off. They it want was, the young. Was, my grandma's cool car was one of where you get in and you close the door and then the seatbelt goes yeah. like up across the mm-hmm, ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that supposed to be fancy? That's fucking annoying. <laughs> like, just let me pull it and <laughs> clip it myself. Yeah. Bu- Buick might as I well be Oldsmobile, which is probably one of the worst names for a car yeah. of all time. Like Lincoln. Lincoln now has a makeover because Matthew McConaughey is their spokesman. Lincolns yeah. are Lincoln. fucking cool. They've, they've actually are been they? cool for like 20 years. Lincoln Navigators were dope. They were fucking rap Yeah, songs. Navigators were, were a very popular Yeah, guy. but now But they used to be like, yeah. And now it's yeah. like, Lincoln. Lincoln Navigator <laughs> head is straight to your spot. I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Subaru gal. You wanna I'm get a out. Subaru gal. Get out to the I'm a Mazda. Desert. I'm a Mazda man. 
Well, I mean, I, I drive a Jeep, a but I, but I covet a Subaru. <laughs> I drive a Jeep, but my Lankum. spirit is a Subaru. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm half gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think my only other point to this is uh, Olsen and Han both acted their asses off. Oh, my God. The more the series uh, goes on, like, both of them just... And like you I mean, Han finally gets a chance to shine because she's right. not just like comedic relief. She's right. the comedic relief still. Like she was literally she's the only comedic relief in that episode. She's casted so well in this. Ugh. And part of the reason why I was feeling that Agatha Harkness was a thing is because why would you cast Catherine Han just to be a side character? But at the same time, like she's not a huge name in the industry. I've never seen but- her act uh, dramatically, I've only seen her in comedic roles, so it yeah. made sense that they were casting her in a comedic role. But now, like she is being asked to act pretty dramatic. Yeah, I, I mean, remember she, when she killed her mom. She's asked to do a lot. Yeah, when she was announced like at D twenty three, I remember being like, "Oh shit, I love her. That's a really good get for their show that yeah. they're doing it." And yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh, they they know how good they of nailed a get. it." Right. Yeah, they yeah. nailed yeah. it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I, love I mean, her. I love her so the I love casting, her. yeah, Kat Dennings. I mean, the the whole announcement when we were there at D23 was so what? bizarre. It was like, Kat Dennings is back? Jimmy Cho is back? And Jimmy Woo. Woo? Woo. Fuck. Randall uh, Park. Remember? We had a shop bet about it. Randall Park. <laughs> Randall Park. That's his name. Uh, but it just seemed like such a weird idea, and they gave us that sizzle reel that was just a weird montage of the vibe of what the show's going to be. Yeah. And we, we were both like, what the fuck? I was like, this? I'm in, but what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in, but Marvel's getting weird. All right. And I like it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy that we're getting it now. And it's and it's everything that it should have been. It's everything that I And wanted. more. Yes. And more. Yep. Oh, and we and have the, the, the post-credit scene. Oh, my God. Okay, so hold on. So Vision for me has always been white or gray. Because Iceman. W- when I grew up as a kid, I had a Sega Genesis and there's a Sega Genesis game called Captain America and the Avengers. And you get to you have a choice to play four different characters. It was one of those like side scrolling punchers, just like Ninja Turtles or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You have Captain America, which I always played as Hawkeye, which is my second favorite. And then you had Iron Man and Vision. I hated both Iron Man and Vision in that game. Because well, Iron Man at that time was like hella He was lame. Yeah. And then Vision was just like this white. He was all white, just like the, you see him at the end of this episode. Weird. And so I think it was maybe because graphically it was probably easier to animate uh, uh, all white. I mean, if that was vision, was that like the early 90s? Yeah. But like for me, vision was always all white. And so when I realized that mainly he had color, he was pink, pink, pink pink and green. I was like, weird. That's not the vision that I know as like a person who loved this game. And to see him actualize in real life now as gray vision. I'm like, this is the one I know. You know, like this is this is my vision. But yeah. he's gonna be a fucking antagonist, probably. Which well, is cool. isn't he? Kind probably, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. I think he might be bad. I'm yeah. just saying out with Haywood. So, Biggest douchebag know. in the world is yeah. bringing him to life. Yeah, so. right. As well, and calling him a weapon. And he's so. a liar too, because he oh, was so, saying yeah. that that Wanda stole Vision, and and she, she didn't. didn't. She just manifested her own Vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Using because oh oh hold oh my on, god, Mr. Carter. Vision, his whole reality was because of the Mind Stone, right? And she got her powers with the Mind Stone. Yeah. So she's in love with herself, basically. Aren't we all? Yeah, aren't we all? It's very... She's re- in love with this weird subconscious version of the person she's in love I with. I mean, she, yeah. Like, she's definitely in love with Vision. and it, But I, it's crazy that, like, it's like she's able to separate her subconscious creation from her own conscious thought. 
Right, because that cool vision is questioning this show. whole world that he's living yeah, in. Yeah, even the even the vision that she has created from her subconscious thought is so detached from her right. that he's starting to put it together and see her as an antagonist. See, right. I kind of thought of it as though like she knows Vision so well and she was so in love with him that she like it's not like I I feel like she just like literally kind of recreated him using her powers. It's not necessarily that he is connected to her mind necessarily because we see that he's not directly connected to her mind the way that a lot of other characters are but that moment in the show when he says like well you can't control me and she goes can't i right do you remember that moment no i, I don't remember that. I that was in like episode three or six. something no it was like so six. long ago was it that later it was like five or six when okay. they like were having a confrontation. They were having mm. it was it was the first episode that that vision started to yeah. separate and they had and an argument like, oh, well, you can't control me and she's like can't, can't i, I? Yeah, and I think that was the end of that conversation. Because I think yeah. Ag- I think Agatha interrupted them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm. anyway, um, I wonder mm. what the fuck this vision's about to do. Though, is he going to enter the hex? Can he enter the hex? This new vision? Oh, he about to fuck. Oh yeah, because he's powered by her own power. He is about to fuck. She. Are we going to see Vision versus Vision? Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Where the yeah, fuck yeah. is Vision? How old is that going to end? We didn't see. Well, hold on. We didn't see Monica Rambeau or Vision in this entire episode. Or Kat Dennings. Didn't realize that until right now. Or Quicksilver. Didn't see anybody. I think, you know, that maybe just, that's just what. Just the Goyles. You know, I think <laughs> last episode, the one that, that didn't air at all uh, for us, our episode. <laughs> yeah. I question it's way episode. better than this one, I questioned one, by the, way. The, the ending credit scene. Like, why would they include that? when that could clearly be in the next episode, it's because they weren't even written in this episode at all. Mm -hmm. They had to include Mm -hmm. the fact that Monica Rambo got captured. Otherwise, the last time you saw her, she was running towards the house like she's going to rescue somebody. And then if you don't see her for a whole episode, it'd be a little weird. And it would have been weird to put that at the end of the episode right after she's running towards it too. It would have been like a weird cut. Mm -hmm. So they go, okay, we'll put it after the credit scene. And that way, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. It does. These writers are better than us, man. You know, they, they they know they know more than us. Yeah, we're in we're in the maze, and then they're just kind of like feeding us yeah, little we're pieces just of cut cheese. This hole yeah. in the maze, and you're not gonna see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would grade this one from F to A a yes. A I'll yes. Gra- I'll grade it a two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got a yes, we got an A, and a two thumbs up. <laughs> Sick. I love our rating system. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. it's very. It's, de- it's still developing. Yeah, I don't know. I think we got it pretty. pretty no, down. We have, we have our producer keeps still. hiccuping over there. Can you fucking stop, please? You can't hear it. <laughs> All right. Actually, well, we should wrap it up. I think we. We've so this gone is basically the end of the episode. We're actually going to do another episode based off of the movie Nomadland. Right. So, so our next uh, award season pick. Click, subscribe. Uh, watch that episode here. Uh, watch other episodes. Please here. subscribe if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed. Please subscribe because we're trying to make it to that 100 subscriber mark before August 17th. Before June 26th. You can wait until December 14th. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Leave wow. a comment though. Leave a comment. Um, make the cocktails. Leave a comment about literally. I make think the cocktail. Criticize us. I don't care. For real. Yeah. You know what? R- roast me. This cocktail was great. For real. I'm glad. Um. But I'll, if I'll make burn, us another one when we talk about Nomadland. But do land. not sue us if you burn your finger on that fucking match yeah, if, thing. If you're, Disclaimer. I'm, as, as we know, because I injured my toe a couple episodes ago, um, I'm a very clumsy person. So 
we have many bloopers of me trying to flame the fucking lemon. Oh, they're shown. Yeah, um, they're being shown right now. As so if you if you th- if <laughs> you relate right to here. me a lot and you're like, oh, I'm clumsy like that too. Maybe don't. Just skip that. It's just for funsies. It's just because mm. it's fun on the ah. camera. But right. ah. this is the longest outro of all time. Uh, see you later, folks. <laughs> good. People want the bullshit. Bye. 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 I love you.